Hi, I'm Holland Petrock. I'm 15 years old and live in Jacksonville, North Carolina. This is Climate Stories Youth Report. A podcast by Coastal Youth Media and NC Health News exploring how climate change is shaping our neighbors' lives in unexpected ways. I'm your host. This podcast is produced by eight youth producers living in rural coastal North Carolina. Our region is one of the earliest places in the U.S. to be impacted by climate change. After training with professional North Carolina journalists, we embarked as reporters ourselves. Each episode, you'll hear from different coastal North Carolina youth reporters and their stories. Let's begin. I'm Emmy Benton. Could you ever imagine your house falling into the ocean? It's an increasingly common occurrence on the Outer Banks that leaves many to wonder what can be done to prevent this unfortunate sight. The beach is disappearing at alarmingly fast rates, in part because of sea level rise. In the next 30 years, the sea level is expected to rise 10 to 14 inches on the east coast. This prediction is the same amount of sea level rise that was measured over the last 100 years. Sea level rise coupled with beach erosion can have significant consequences on coastal communities. My name is David Halleck and I am the superintendent of the national parks of eastern North Carolina. So what are you most concerned about for our coast when it comes to sea level rise and beach erosion and maybe that increase in storm intensity and frequency? My biggest concern, you know, you've probably heard the cliche statement that uh, failure to plan is planning to fail, right? So (laughs) um, I think there's a lot of good beginnings of planning for all of this but that we really need to make advances in our planning to adapt coastal communities to this new normal that is going to continue to change. Um, It seems at this point with the science that we are aware of and a lot of things that we've already monitored monitored that uh, erosion is going to continue. There are very few places, and for example, Cape Hatteras National Seashore, where the beaches are accreted. A large proportion of the 75 miles of beaches are eroding, in some cases at a really rapid rate. So you may have uh, heard about the home that collapsed in Rodanthe recently. Yes. Uh, in that area of the seashore, we've measured erosion rates up to four meters per year. And of course, you know, there's more than three feet in a meter. So you're talking about 10 to 12, 13 of the beach just disappearing every single year. And Halleck says that the shore shows no sign of the rates subsiding anytime soon. Climate change has been discussed for decades, but is just recently coming to the forefront of today's top concerns, especially here on the Outer Banks. Halleck believes that beach erosion, sea level rise, and flooding are all major concerns that need to be addressed and planned for. A gauge to measure sea level rise at the Oregon Inlet Coast Guard Station shows that over the last 30 years, the sea level has risen 5.3 millimeters per year. This means that over a 100-year time frame, the sea rises about 1.75 feet. This amount of sea level rise, along with beach erosion happening, is a worry for many, but especially for Halleck. So when you combine things like a really high rate of erosion, with another foot approximately of sea level rise. And then you think about this third factor, which is the frequency and intensity of storms. Uh, There is definitely a reason for concern. Halleck feels that taking steps to prepare and lessen the effects of climate change will be in our best interest. 
the concern is not so much that the change is going to happen. We just have to accept that. It's that we are maybe not as uh, we're not in a high enough gear when it comes to reacting and planning for these changes. According to Climate Central, as of right now, a 100-year flood for the Outer Banks will be nine times more likely to occur by 2050 due to sea level rise. Halleck sees this increase right now. The information that we've seen suggests that, in fact, the frequency of high-tide flooding events has, has increased uh, in eastern North Carolina. These major flooding events contribute to the downfall of houses close to the shore that are on the front lines of these coastal incidents. Halleck says that he is aware of two houses that have collapsed on the Outer Banks since the time he began his role as superintendent in 2015. They have just started to track these rare but increasing incidents and may not know about a house collapse unless the boards and other remnants appear on Cape Hatteras National Seashore. I think the reason that this last home collapse um, became, became so well known is that we learned about this house collapsing at seven in the morning. And by nine o'clock later that morning, we had already observed debris from the home seven miles away. This debris, laden with nails and other sharp objects, pose a risk to humans walking on the sand or swimming in the water. But it's not just humans who are impacted. Wildlife also feel the effects of houses crumbling from the wrath of climate change. Debris may injure them or alter their nesting habits. Along with beach erosion and sea level rise, climate change has also brought an increasing number of storms with even greater intensity than in years past. These storms bring more rain, flooding, and erosion that are harmful to the coast. Higher sea levels with stronger hurricanes potentially, yeah, that can definitely be very detrimental to uh, coastal communities. Um, and then on top of that, um, uh, warmer oceans as well as uh, a warmer, you know, te temperatures across the air mean that, um, you know, not only do hurricanes potentially become stronger, they can also hold a lot more tropical moisture. When the air becomes warmer, it can hold more moisture and cause more flooding concerns. Along with this also comes the threat of storm surge. The way that storm surge works is that the stronger the hurricane is, the higher the sea itself will actually essentially swell up. Storm surge can cause flooding and erosion and even further damage the houses closest to the shore, already being battered by the elements. To address the effects of climate change on our coastal community, Halleck, along with others employed at the National Parks of Eastern North Carolina, will work to introduce new ways of managing the parks to make them more resilient and less likely to be affected by climate change. You know, one of the things that we can do is we can make smarter decisions when we, we make investments in the future in terms of where we develop, um, how we develop, how we redevelop, to do all of that in a more sustainable manner. Thanks for listening to Climate Stories Youth Report. Each episode, our coastal North Carolina youth reporters take you into a story about how climate change is shaping our neighbors' lives in unexpected ways. I'm your host, Holland Petrov. I'm 15 years old and live in Jacksonville, North Carolina. After going through a journalism and podcast training program coached by Coastal Youth Media and NC Health News journalists, our youth reporters produce stories about their home region. This project is funded in part by a grant by North Carolina Sea Grant through the Community Collaborative Research Program. Coming up, another Climate Stories Youth Report episode.